Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hi, how are you? Welcome in. Sports Radio, WEEI. And before we even begin the show today, Megan, uh... I should tell you, I have worked uh, with a lot of different people in my life. I've in a come lot on, of different studios? I've come on the air after people. Uh, Mike Adams, Scott Zola. I mean, you know, lots of, lots of different people of varying hygiene. This is the most foul, rancid stink I've ever walked in. I'm serious. Like to walk, To walk into this today. I thought some someone or something died in here. What happened? It's disgusting. This is this is preposterous. This is this is like unhealthy. It's the worst smell. We're just sitting in it and it's attaching itself to us. You brought a trash can over next to you. Seriously, on the Twitch chat, I might vomit. I honestly, I've never experienced anything like this. This is hazardous workplace. We we walked in. It's a biohazard. And I screamed and. And Terp looked up and was like, what's happening? And I asked, what happened in here? Because to be fully transparent, we've been walking into this studio recently. And it's just been smelling like farts. Like all with the new show lineup (gasps) that Fourier and Gresh just sit in here and fart. Like, I'm pretty sure that's what they do for four hours. I think they just, like, have, like, a contest. (laughs) Today? To see who can crap their pants harder because that's what it smells like right now. (laughs) It's so disgusting in here. We found out Fourier proudly made Brussels sprouts in the kitchen, brought them in here, ate them in here, and then I don't and know. And then he's trying to lose weight. Pooped them out. <laughs> then he metabolized them remarkably fast. You know how, like, you've around yeah. something that smells eventually you get used to it? I'm not getting used to it. No. Like I'm not it's it's wor- like every second it makes it worse. It's like That's it's like a it. chemical attack <laughs> is what smells, it feels like. It smells like a hundred dead rats have just been, you know, beached out of the ocean. <laughs> no, legitimately at, thought at low tide. Something died in that studio. Because I was in there Sunday morning and it did not smell like that. I was 
uh, just over 24 hours. Oh. I was in that studio doing radio with Chris Schein. No scents, no odors, no nothing. Walk in there today. It legitimately smells like a rat died in there. It's like and then my we eyes figured are it watering. Out. Fourier nuked his Brussels sprouts. God bless him. He's trying to lose weight. It smells like dead carcasses in there. It is disgusting. That, I went this out is in the hallway. Time stuff. I went out in the hallway and I was like, I'm about Fourier, to go out in the hallway. What? the hell happened in here and he told me oh you don't want the you don't want to start a war you don't want to start this i'm like start what dude the, the great mark mingles is here who takes care of our thank building you. he's mark, got me that bottle got he's some got spray some coming. spray right over here oh lysol thank you thank you very much uh this is thank i mean you. listen is it like an odor you got any febreze out there that'd be great too uh i'm gonna i honestly like i'm gonna freebase this <laughs> it is so gnarly in here <sighs> I don't, you know, like I'm, I'm pretty, these things I've, I've lived, you know, I'm a guy. I've lived in nasty apartments before. I've lived with people who were uh, not the greatest hygiene, but this is, this Hi, is. My name is Asshat. I mean, my God, <laughs> my God. I have a dog at home right now who has diarrhea <laughs> and it is nothing compared to what is happening in this studio right now. It is. I, got, I don't think Guantanamo Bay is like this. We need to push through it. This is. I don't disgusting. know if I, I honestly don't know if I can do this. This is joke. an issue. I need Ken. I need Ken to address this issue. Ken Laird, please address this issue immediately. We need a memo out to the company. You no more Brussels sprouts. Whatever happened today in the midday show can oh. never happen again. Yeah, ever, we need ever, like ever. A, we need a manager's meeting or something, and we have to address this. Uh, whatever, whether it's the two of them ripping ass in here or the uh, Brussels sprout situation, the combination of the two. This is this is an unhealthy working environment. That's I mean that's the only that's the only thing I can say. Uh, thank you. Four years they, in oh, here with yeah, the Febreze. Yeah, now. like that's gonna go far. Yeah, well you know uh, he who uh, committed the crime, <laughs> however that thing goes. Where, where did you get that Febreze? Okay, stop. It does, I'm not. Barely, I'm not it being barely dramatic. Barely smells in here. I'm not being dramatic. And that is the cost of all your mocking and your shaming over the past year about how fat it was. So now I'm trying to lose weight, and you're shaming me for it. That's not right. No, 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 no. I'm not shaming you for losing weight. Well, Mega was shaming me for it. Like am. I have to eat vegetables. If this is what we have to deal with, I'd rather you be record, fat. Oh. I didn't. Fi- I didn't fart once. Oh, sure. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't fart once. Sure. I will admit, <laughs> walking in here it did smell a little bit. Oh, just little a little bit? bit. Oh, I wonder a why. I think bit? I was used to it. Uh, the glass of my studio it is smells, foggy. And it it smells like you? someone dug up a casket and opened it in the studio. Yeah, like the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> and that's what, and like that's what killed everybody? And yeah. fell out. Oh, sorry, you, want me to keep, you guys want to keep this? Yes, I would yes. like to this keep that, This actually made it worse. I don't know. At there least it's masking. The Febreze is masking it somewhat. Oh, it's dead animals okay, and flowers. Awesome. Yeah, right. You spray a line of Febreze on the table. never again. Snort it up right now. This one's I can't, for free. I cannot promise... Anything. No, I need you to promise it right yeah, now, Christian. I can't Christian. eat fish. Ugh. I can't eat Brussels sprouts. You tell me what's These allowed to eat. These are basic common what, what, what is office a, What things. are you allowed to eat? Tell me. What is? Give me a list of have things you're allowed to eat. Have a peanut butter sandwich. That's too many carbs. I have to eat really lean foods that with not a lot of carbs and not okay. a lot of like. How about anything. step one? Don't get fat in the first place. That's you okay. do this every Again, year. See what she does? I'm going to I'm going to HR right now to complain about. <laughs> I'm you going to HR. Me. We already complain about the smell. Oh, you can't, you can't get in line. I open this a bag of chips. I open a bag of chips. When you open chips, don't you? You they, open you white cheddar popcorn. That's right. That's now it smells like white cheddar, great. Brussels sprout popcorn. I like the smell of chips. You're ruining that for me now. Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. I don't want to tell you. Just, this just is get out of here. This is kind of the smelly this is Brussels kind of the way your life is going to be for a while now. Why? Because I have like, been I'm coming be in here to do like this, this every, every single we day. We will do our show Whenever in the other show, studio. You're have this. 
We'll do, do our it, show in the other studio. I'm sorry. You we guys might do it. it. We might do it. If it's you know going to be like this, it like nobody can like work this. like this. Did you or did you not soil your pants today? I didn't fart once. I told you. That's, that's not what I asked you. That's, that's not what I asked you. How are you soiling your pants if you're not farting? That's a lie. I'm sorry. You guys are so much better than me. You didn't fart you're once skinny, on air today? You're in shape. Sometimes you, know, you gamble on you a fart and it goes fart. south. You know, you just, you never fart. You don't eat anyway, so I don't know what the big deal is. <laughs> but here we go again. Eat a burger, Mego. How about that? <laughs> Goodbye. That's true, Fourier. People look at me and you and say, wow, that guy, the other guy's in shape, not you. <laughs> That's what they say when they look at the two of us. Thoughts um, and prayers to your car. Uh, and to your intestinal system. My goodness. Uh, let me let me just say, all right, as someone who's gambled on a fart and lost before, you know. What, I think what that, is that story? I think that may be what happened with Fourier. He says, I didn't fart. I believe him. Because what why, happened what in here wasn't a fart. Him? I believe him. I think he actually uh, made. It was a fart <laughs> with an S-H. Exactly. I, think I don't he, know if we I can think say he that made on in air, here so. is what happened. I don't think he can say that either, but I think that's what it is. And as as has been said many times, if you won every time, it wouldn't be called gambling. So I think what happened is he gambled on a fart and lost, and we had to deal with it when he, when we came in here. That's That's my theory, and I'm sticking with it. Anyways, it smells like there was one day when I was uh, getting a ride with my friend to high school and she accidentally <laughs> ran over part of a deer carcass Ooh. that had been out for like two days on uh-huh. the side of the road or like on in the lane of the road. And she drove with this dead, just rotting animal attached to the complete underneath of her car. And even you that was smell it coming through the vents. That's what this smells like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one time at a bar I was working in, a rat died in the vents. And so all the air coming through the vent <laughs> picked up the scent of this dead rat. That would be and refreshing blew it in there the bar. To the studio that, in there, if so that like. happened right now, I would be right up next to the thing, like, like you know, like, like someone who was like trapped in like a, you know, like you'd be like, mm, am I in a cedar closet? Oh, it I'd be breathing it in, in like it was oxygen, and I'm drowning. I'd be like, yes, thank you. For God. people who are like, you're making too big of a deal out of this. We're not. We're in a windowless room. Yeah. In a sub-basement. Like, there is nowhere for this air to go. Mm-mm. This is our life now. Yeah. And this is the last week that we have without a vulture infestation coming into the building. Oh, that's right. I'm not going to have to come in here as much. This is the last week without... This is like burning my nose. Jones joining. So this was supposed to be like the feel-good week. And now we sit in here and it's just like ass central. <laughs> this is... And not in a good way. <laughs> No, Ass Central is usually a really happy place to be. I love it. This is a yeah. sad place. Ass Central is my favorite. I'm very sad about how bad it smells in that studio. Yeah, this is rough. Uh, this is rough. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I got, these, now these I know how the, John Henry felt on Friday night. Just to, Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Fourier, and I'm, I'm not going to like set these parameters for anyone else, but Fourier is not allowed to eat Brussels sprouts, fish, or broccoli, because I know that's where he's going next. He microwaved fish last week, and I park on the top floor, and I can smell it as soon as I walked through the reception area. That's, that's again. two flights of stairs that the scent has traveled. And he's like, oh, what? I can't cook fish. No, in no office in America is it okay to do that. Okay, so is it okay to microwave fish? fish? Sea, fish. sea fish. You're not allowed to. No, that's just, I mean, that's basic common courtesy. Tomorrow, we're going to come in, and he's going to be eating, like, raw eggs. <laughs> <laughs> like some kind of from. egg salad. Well, we a big ham. He's going to have egg salad and asparagus is what you know he's going to have tomorrow. We're all ripping on uh, Fourier here, but Gresh was in here too. Okay? No, Gresh was like very sheepishly like, I never eat in studio. And I was like, Gresh, Maybe he wasn't sweet, eating in here. Sweet Gresh, angel Gresh, I'm not accusing you of anything. 
I'm asking why you didn't say anything while it was happening. Mm. Like, you were a witness. Yeah. You were an accomplice, essentially. You I let think so. this happen. And if he was in here, you know, in cut, a court of law, too. he has some responsibility. That is aiding, aiding and, and abetting. That's exactly there right. He was aiding and abetting uh, Fourier's funk. I understand he's trying to make his new radio partner feel comfortable and confident in everything, but you give him an inch, he's going to go a mile with this. I can't believe how bad it smelled when we walked in here. It's, it's, I'm starting to get a little better now because of the Lysol and the Febreze and everything, but, like, you can still, there's still, like, undercurrents of it. You know, there's still, like, a, a, a faint scent I'm in the air. I'm worried that when I go home this evening, this is what I'm going to smell like. Yeah, like the like B, it's Seinfeld gonna... with the B.O. Really? Yes! <laughs> yes, with the car, yeah. the bad car smell. <laughs> That's what this then is. Then they can't get it off themselves. Yes, it's going to, like, guys, I have long hair. It's going to attach itself in my hair. It's going to be in my skin. Ken, we need to have we need to have an entire station meeting. Um, I know. I think Ken's going to lunch with those guys right now. Oh God, they're having Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Brussels sprout, <laughs> all you can eat Brussels sprouts. Uh, well, that's great. Anyways, we have, I believe it or not, a lot to get to today. If our brains aren't completely uh, fried by the uh, by the smell in here, and we'll start with winter weekend out in Springfield with the Red Sox because why not? You know, it was uh, it was an interesting weekend. I likened it to uh, Woodstock, but if Woodstock went backwards, like the first Hold night, on. Woodstock, how uh, is the this bad like Woodstock. Woodstock? It was like Woodstock, like Woodstock ninety nine, N- like Woodstock ninety nine. Like okay. the first night was like the last night of Woodstock ninety nine. All the porta potties were on fire and people were screaming and bathing in their own filth and all that that was the first night and then after that it got chiller and like saturday was actually okay but uh the way that thing started and the open forum for red sox fans to voice their displeasure with the front office with high and bloom with uh, ownership and everybody else let's just say they took full advantage of that and uh made their voices heard we'll get to uh, what was said how the ownership group tried to put lipstick on the pig that has been the uh, last year and off season of the boston red sox and we'll get to uh, the explanation that we got from High and Bloom the next day and from Sam Kennedy as well. The reactions to it, maybe even more of the story. So we'll get to all of that. We'll get to your phone calls as well. 617-779-7937. We also got a ton of division weekend stuff to get to as well. It's all coming up next here on Sports Radio WEEI. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster. Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Would you like to address those concerns to fans who say, why aren't you at the top if the prices are at the top? Yeah. I think the, the, the most uh, informed thing I can say is that it's expensive to have baseball players. To have the best. Sports Radio WEEI, it's Arcan, it's Mego. We're here with you until 6 o'clock, and that was just a small sampling of what you heard if you were there Friday night out in Springfield. Just a short hop, skip, and a two-hour drive away from Fenway Park. <laughs> Winter weekend out there. It was. Uh, I was there for Saturday. I had my Saturday show from 1 to 4. Well, it was really 1.15, 1.20 to 4 because David Ortiz sat down with Ken and Curtis right before their show ended. And rather than, you know, stick to a schedule or something, you let, you let Big Poppy talk as long as he wants to. Um, but I got to talk to Haim. I got to ask him about that. Um, I also spoke with Tanner Houck and Chris Martin, newest Red Sox. And all in all, I thought that second day was a pretty fun, chill, kind of more of what you expect when you think of Red Sox winter weekend. You don't expect a room full of angry people all heckling and jeering uh, the front office. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, that was that was a new one. I, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting expect that, that to have, No, not at this thing. The type of people who go to these things aren't the type of people who generally do that. That's in my experience, which isn't, you know, that big. But, like, there's been other bad years. There's been other bad seasons, and they still, you know, sit down and face the music, and they never at a winter weekend festival with, you know, kids trying to steal home, and they had that thing where you throw two pitches, and then you guess the speed on the third one, and you win a prize, and I was always good at that when I was a kid, because I had a little noodle arm. I could only throw, like, 30 miles an hour, so I knew my I knew my number, but, uh, you know, they had that. They had, like, a little, uh, um, it was like a... Uh, there was someone pitching, but it was like a small baseball field, and kids were you know hitting with a uh, with one of those like foam bats. Wiffle was, ball. It wasn't it wasn't wh- like wiffle ball though. No, no, because the bats were like made out of foam, and there was these like it was those plastic. When balls the kids full of like holes. got a hit, did they yell like? Screw John Henry! <laughs> no. Like a run for first. No, that was all. I mean, it was all very uh, family friendly and sort of PG the next day. But man, that Friday night was unlike anything I've ever uh, experienced, and I didn't even experience it. Just watching the videos was uh, really something else. Coop, you were there Friday night, right? I I was there. So for what? All did, the awkwardness. What did people miss who maybe just saw the videos? So it it starts out. They introduce all the players and whatnot that are there for the the weekend. They get them off stage, and then they bring on this town hall. And John Henry was never slated to be there. No one knew he was going to be there. Hmm. And I don't know if that was the catalyst, or just him being there. Period was the catalyst because as soon as he comes out, you know they they announce Jared Crab is you know, Tom Karen is the mediators, uh, Alex Cora big applause. 
John uh, Henry, or it went Heim Bloom, Sam Kennedy, John Henry, mm-hmm. and the booze just got like progressively worse, <laughs> and, and you, they couldn't stop it. I mean, Jared Carabas, he's he's he is what he he is. Carabas, I mean, he was just sitting there like yeah, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and kudos to him and Tom yeah. Karen because they asked legitimate questions. Yeah. Well, I don't think it. I would say ninety nine point five percent of fans have zero problem with either of those guys. Yeah, right. they're the media guys who one of them at least is a huge fan. So, and, I suckered into this situation like anybody else. And Red Sox PR and Sam Kennedy, they they always know what they're doing. So bringing them up up on stage, they I they're like sacrificial lambs. Yeah, like, and, look, and, you can't be mad at TC and Carabas. No, and, and I think that's what they were hoping for to stifle some of that, which now makes me kind of believe they were expecting the booze. But I don't think anyone was expecting how bad it ended up being. It was blood in the water. Was um, it just supremely awkward? Yeah, because you would get the booze, and then it would kind of settle down. Because like Arkan said, it, it's mostly like season ticket holders that are buying these tickets. Paying customers who yeah, are there. Yeah, it, it's like $90 for the weekend. Yeah, it was $50 for a day and like $90 for the, for the two days. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, that's not, that's not cheap, you know? No, <laughs> like, and, yeah. and, I think a lot of people would pay $90 to be able to boo John Henry in person. I think that's what it ended up being. Like Everyone I talked to, they all said the price of admission was worth it just for Friday night. It, <laughs> and like it eventually settled down. And they would they were able to articulate some of the questions and whatnot, but you would always have someone just chime in and yell like Dave Dombrowski, Xander Bogarts, Theo Epstein, and it would just it would put a pause to everything, and Heim Bloom would just froze. Bloom it, couldn't get a sentence out in no, the beginning. I'm very interested to see how because Nesson's supposed to be airing that tonight. I don't know how they're gonna cut that up. Like if they, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was she there? I I wish she and was like, there. Hey, pipe down. They would have brought her speaker. up on stage, and it would have settled everything. Um, it was. I'm thinking good. It was rough. Uh, Sam Kennedy, who the next day said that it was awesome, the reaction that they got, uh, had a lot to say about the Xander Bogart situation. But let's go ahead and start with that clip you just heard on the way in here. And that was John Henry, who was basically saying and was asked, you know, with uh, with ticket prices being so high, why do you keep letting all these players go? If you're going to charge this much, why, uh, why, why do these players keep walking out the door, right? I mean, if you charge this much, you just spend money on the players. Here's what John Henry said. I think the... The most uh, informed thing I can say is that it's expensive to have baseball players. To have the best... Stop it right there. It's expensive to have baseball players. Yes, John, it is. The question is... Since you're charging more than any other team in all of baseball, and I get it, you got a smaller park, but come I on. I understood the question. You're still you're you're doing that, and uh, and the players are still leaving. Okay, <laughs> like the players are still getting paid more to go play somewhere else, and you're concerned about luxury taxes and things like that. That's sort of the problem. But go on. It's expensive to have baseball players to have the best. Weird how they didn't like that answer, huh? I think I'm losing my Come on, guys! So, so what, what has enabled us over the years to be able to spend with the Yankees and the Dodgers and is, is your support. And that support is through ticket prices. It's, it's watching this, but a lot of it, for us, is ticket prices. Put a product on the field. Yeah, and, you know, it's, um, it's really important that we provide accessibility to Fenway. I mean, 
Okay, stop it because now is they that, start talking. About is that Heimer Kennedy? I believe that's Kennedy. That was of Kennedy. Kennedy, Kennedy yeah, jumped in. So Kennedy many times. decides yeah. that when they're talking about ticket prices, that's the avenue that he's going to pivot towards. Yes, the nine dollar tickets for students and uh, you know cheaper price tickets, which go quickly when the team's good and when the team's not good, are probably easy enough to get. It's just they're not as uh, in high demand. That being said. That doesn't answer the question, and that certainly doesn't, uh, you know, stem the mob or anything. And I think that John Henry really was uh, taken aback by the reaction there. And now I sort of get why he doesn't like to show his face in public all that much. Not that I'm saying he's right here or anything, but you know, that's this is it. This is sort of what happens when you uh, when you when you duck out of of facing people eventually. It builds up, you know. It builds up over time, and then when you have a chance, when people finally have a chance to address you, it may not be uh, may not be all sunshine and roses, you know. I'm sorry. I just think that might have been the worst answer he could have given. <laughs> it's expensive to pay baseball players mm-hmm. to field a team. That's your job as the owner. If you don't want to pay baseball players anymore, get out of the business. Sell it then. Like nobody's saying that you had to go and spend like the Mets. Or I don't think a lot of fans even want you to spend like the Yankees. But they don't want to see their favorite players get tossed out of town nonstop. They don't want to see between you and your general manager mismanaging contracts of guys who publicly say that they want to be here when you're worth $4 billion. Yeah. $4 billion. That's the estimated net worth of John Henry in 2023. It's actually up estimated by Forbes. It has gone up since the pandemic. So all the stuff that they tell you about, oh, we lost so much revenue during the pandemic because nobody was watching the games and the season got all reshuffled and canceled and everything. And by the way, don't forget that they could have been the only product on for a month during the pandemic, but they couldn't, they couldn't, the owners couldn't get anywhere with the players in terms of coming to an agreement. So they botched that. He has more money now than he did then. So I just don't understand how you sit there and the answer is it costs too much. If it costs too much, fine. Like if you don't have the metabolism for it anymore, fine. Don't say that to the fans who are showing up over the weekend because they want to find out what they are going to see this season. Get out of the business then. I mean, honestly, what are you in it for? One thing I can say is that it's expensive to have baseball players. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, that's the, so uh, bad. I'm. Am I totally off here? Christian? No, you're not off. You're not. That off is at all. such a bad answer. It's a bad it's a, answer. That's the. This is the most informed. Does he have media training? Say. No. No way. Are you, does that sound like a man that has media training? Has he ever seemed like he had media training? Like he just got up there and told on himself. Yeah. I grew up a fan of the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh yeah, stand the man. Um, the uh, other part of it that was upsetting to me was when he said, you know, if you want to spend with teams like the Yankees and the Dodgers, then you have. It's like, wait, wait a minute. Who's what? You think you're spending with the Yankees and the Dodgers? Did, did the Yankees uh, lose Aaron Judge in free agency, or did they offer him a record-setting contract and keep him there? You know, the Dodgers may have lost a couple of players, but my God, between Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman and just a couple of other guys there, you can tell that they're committed to spending money on that team. Like, don't compare yourself to those teams. You're not those teams. And the other thing is, like, you were over the luxury tax. Tax. You just weren't spending money well. Like, you weren't. It's true. You went and you made the wrong deals. Um, and you couldn't keep the guy the guy who wanted to be here. And then you had to toss a whole bunch of money a year early. I'm not mad at the Raphael Devers deal. I'm not going to pretend like I am. But it's just like 
You mismanaged your money. And now you're mad and you don't want to spend more because you don't like the way it was spent before. But if that's the metabolism that you have, like if you've lost your taste for this, then just get out. Mm. Because you're in a town where people aren't going to sit there and say, oh, they don't want to spend money. Oh, that's okay. Love the park. The park is so pretty. You can get a cocktail at the park now. It's true. Like, that doesn't fly here. It flies if you're coming in from Indiana because you're on a ballpark tour with your son and you want to see Fenway in July. Okay, those people are always going to be there. What about your actual fans, the people who go to Winter Weekend? This is this is what they're feeling. Yeah, and they made that very, very clear. Uh, here's a little more from Sam Kennedy as they tried to avoid getting booed off the stage. We cannot grow that next generation of fans without people being able to, to get there. And we do have high ticket prices at the high end, um, mostly corporations and businesses that buy, whether it's luxury boxes or lower box seats. But we also have $9 tickets oh for every God. single game, for every student anywhere in New England can come to Fenway Park. Fenway Park accessible um, and it's it's critical that our fans know that the revenues that we generate go to two places. They go into player payroll, into the product on the field, and they go into Fenway Park, preserving, protecting, and enhancing Fenway Park. And we are very, very appreciative. Hold on, stop right there for a second. Did you hear like three different guys all at the same time go, yeah, in your pocket. Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> right there, there in your pockets where the money goes, huh? and enhancing Fenway Park. And we are very, very appreciative of the best man base in all baseball. And we understand why people are restless. Uh, and that's what makes this market great. Uh, are you really going to say that's what makes great. this market great? Okay, thank you. Sam Kennedy the next day said that it was awesome getting booed like that, um, which I thought was... How yeah. come you suck? Okay, all right, Sam. <laughs> Whatever you got to do to get through the thing. I will give him credit for this. They're the only uh, team in town that does things like this, and they're the only one, and they all stood there and they took it. So, I mean, at the very least, you can say that about them. You know, you may not have liked their answers. You may not have liked the offseason. You may not have liked anything that they've done here. But at the very least, they let people throw tomatoes at them for, you know, an hour on Friday night. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's a step up from some of the other uh, ownership groups in town, I would say. Not that I think everyone has to do this. Okay. But when there's a bad offseason, they face the music, Silver right? Lining, Mega. A lot Come of on. people, a lot of the ownership, they won't face the the music for something like that. It's You'll like never hear Bill Belichick the and the Crafts the sit down and do that. I mean, they're not going like, to do something like oh, that. Good. I, I, oh, good. Okay, so they had the transparency to be there. Yeah. Great. Absolutely. That's gonna that's gonna make this season awesome. I'm not mad. Anymore. I'm not saying like, it makes the season good. I'm just saying Bill Belichick's not doing that. Bill Belichick, after a disappointing, crappy season, isn't going to stand up there in front of the fans and let them all rip him and say what they want to say. You know what I mean? Robert like that's Kraft not Kraft will. I don't think so. Is Robert he Kraft made town halls like this? At his owner's meeting. Okay, but do they have town halls with like this where people buy tickets and can go in there and uh, say whatever they want? Like, I don't think so. Like, I think this is a unique thing for the Red Sox, which, again, you know, doesn't excuse what's going on here. And I wouldn't give too much credit because this was essentially the first time that we heard from John Henry in, what, like four years? It's three true. years? Yeah. He doesn't so, talk much. 2019 spring training, I believe. And he said that he doesn't feel like spending money anymore, mm-hmm. that it's too expensive. It is. It's expensive the to have a baseball team. Thing I, can say. I didn't I realize hear- it was going to be so expensive to own the Boston Red Sox. Man, this is a money pit. Well, he like, did buy them do- for like, what, $120 million that's, at the time? That's okay. That's mm-hmm. fine. Sell them then. Yeah. I, you, got, you got your return already. If that's how you feel.
I mean, if that's if that's sort of what you're thinking, but it's not going to because despite you know what we're saying here, and you're right, and I'm right, you know this isn't this isn't acceptable to uh, to Boston fans. But what the hell are you going to do about it other than pay $50 to yell at him on a Friday night in January? Like, there's nothing really else you can do. He owns the team. It still makes money, and he's not just going to sell it because people around here want him to. He's got this big portfolio, and he wants to make money, and that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to keep happening. So, unfortunately, this is your only real <laughs> way to do it. I think that uh, ownership should lean into this. Like, if they have another bad season and another bad offseason next lean year. Lean into, like, we're bad at yeah, with our money. Have, like, a dunk tank, you know? And, like, <laughs> like when Roger Goodell walks out on stage and <laughs> right. people are booing him. He's like, yeah, come on, I can take it. Oh, is that oh, the do, best you got? Hey, do the whole bro. Oprah thing and just be like, oh, and if you look under your chairs, tomatoes. <laughs> All right. Throw a pie in my face. Like, yeah, okay. Sure. Make it fun. Do you guys think that if ownership and management had been able to nail down something with Xander Bogarts and he was still with the team that they would have got this reaction or is this all just predicated on how bad they've been last year? A hundred percent I think it was Xander Bogarts. I, I, I agree. I think it completely changes it and I think that was very fresh on a lot of people's minds. It's they've like, had bad seasons before. You know, they've had seasons where right. they came in last place before. But the Bogarts sixty nine win season. It's the this combo didn't happen. of the two that pushed it over the top. I, I think, think it's the combination. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it certainly didn't help that they lost too. But if they had just won the World Series and Xander Bogarts got let go, then I think that people would have been a little bit more. You know, they would have been mad, but I don't think they would have been booing them uh, at uh, at the at this thing. But the fact that if if it was just yeah, it was probably the combination because it was just losing and losing a bunch of games people would still come to the thing. They probably wouldn't boo if it was just losing Bogarts, but they had won the World Series. People would have been okay with that, too. They might not have liked it. They'd have been okay with it. This, I mean, there was no way that they were getting out of this one alive, really. I mean, it was just, uh, it was a bloodbath up there. It really was. 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. Uh, let's talk to Steve, who was in somewhere in Massachusetts. He was at Winter Weekend. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I got to give credit to the fans because they really kept the language clean, but um, they were not asked tough, 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 tough questions. Time, sorry, Bloom was not asked tough question. Uh, the owner's not asked a tough question. I mean, all the questions they were asked from the fans were like scripted. I think they were handed in by the Red Sox and they were planted. Is that right, Coop? Were there planted questions? Thanks for the call, Steve. So they weren't planted, but they went around beforehand with uh, note cards, handed them out to fans with Sharpies, and they asked for people to write questions, and the ones okay. that they liked, they took up. It's not like people were just walking up to the mic and being like, I got something for you, Haim. You know, it's not like it's just people coming out of left field. They picked the questions. Yeah. And then they answered them poorly. <laughs> they did. They answered them poorly. And when they tried to answer, sometimes the crowd just wouldn't let them answer, including this from Haim Bloom, uh, when uh, on Friday night explained the philosophy behind trading Mookie Betts. Listen to him try and get through this. One year away from free agency with a superstar player. <laughs> And we, we didn't sign and I want to explain why, because it relates to where we're going. It relates to where we're going. We didn't sign them because when you make those bets, they're big bets. Stop it right there. He says, he says bets so many times. It's, it's, it's like, like subconscious You're talking him. about Mookie Betts, who everyone's mad about, and you keep saying bet like, oh, God, I was cringing so hard when I heard this. He says the word bets like eight times. And it's just each time it gets worse and worse. You got to back up your bets. And the thing about bets is that bets are really big. And bets, one thing about bets is that a bet's a bet. And it's like. So that's like a psychology thing where I think he just said it for the first time, heard the booze, and now he was just. And then he just couldn't get out of it. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't get out of uh, of bets. So anyway, he keeps saying bets. We didn't sign up because 
When you make those bets, they're big bets. And those bets, hang with me, hang with me. Those bets, those bets usually, now you all know it, you guys are smart. Those bets are much better up front and Six. on the back end. We know that, every team knows that when they're making those bets. But if you want to make that type of bet, you better be ready to back it up. You better be ready to surround that bet with a whole lot of talent, a whole lot of young talent, or you're not going to win. And you see it all the time in, that, in this game. You see it all the time. And I don't think anybody would disagree where the organization was. We just weren't ready to back up that bet. We got 10! There's 10 bets. He said bets 10 times. That's impressive. Jesus i got to be honest. That's impressive. Oh, Maron, come on! What do, you, what do you think? And also, the whole thing, like, where were we in 2019? Like, the, the team wasn't ready. You were one year removed from the yeah. best season you'd ever had in the history of the franchise. Ever. The, all the way back to the 19th century. Like, that was the best team you ever had. Look, I inherited a really bad product. <laughs> what can I say? God. I mean, please. Like, I understand. Maybe things weren't perfect. You didn't have that do same you know roster, what the but come on. prospects were like? My God! Really? <laughs> oh, that was that was tough. And you know, he can't go out there and say. And I know he probably wanted to, but he can't go out there and say, "Listen, I was told I have to get under the luxury tax, and there was no way I could have done that with uh, while extending Mookie bets at the same time." Maybe I that's traded. why John Henry showed up. Maybe to make sure he didn't say that. Hey, you watch your mouth up there. <laughs> He's just like shooting daggers at him anytime that he walks towards that line. I know, really. Um, there was more. We'll uh, we'll play some more of this as well. Six one seven 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 nine seven. Ninety-three-seven. There's your phone number. We heard uh, from Hyam, and we heard from. When you make those bets, stop saying bets for the love of God. Bets. Please stop and saying those bets. bets. Those bets. Those bets. Those bets are much better up than uh. making those bets. But if you want to make that type of bet, you're ready to back up that bet. Who's your favorite baseball player? Mookie Betts. Uh, we'll hear from Haim the next day and from Sam Kennedy the next day as well because they talked about the Xander Bogarts move, which really, I think we all agree, was the driving force behind all that vitriol and all the booing and yelling and heckling that you heard on Friday night. We'll get uh, Sam Kennedy and Haim Bloom's perspective on that move, or lack thereof, I should say, of, uh, of Xander Bogarts going to San Diego, and we'll play it for you next. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, 
Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Yeah. 617-779-7937 is your phone number. We're talking Red Sox winter weekend out in Springfield, which I was at, by the way. Took a while to get out. They did a lot of driving for the station this week. Yeah. We had the Christmas party out there in Marlboro. We had That's winter true. weekend out in Springfield. <laughs> I logged a lot of hours in the car today uh, over the uh, over the course of the past week. Because there was some significant snow out that way, right? Well, it was while snowing on the way up. So I'm driving up there. I left at like 1015. And it was snowing while I was driving up. So it routed me around 90 through like Carlton and uh, uh, not Carl Charlton. Is that what it's called? What's the name of that town? Sturbridge. I don't know called. a single yeah, town. Charlton and Sturbridge and all those towns, ta- you know, up no on the offense. line there. And, no uh, offense. No, no, you no. You could make up offense. like three Central Mass knows different names, are. and if they end in hammer mouth, I'll be like, yeah. There you go. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was sort of a tough tough ride up there. Easier ride back. But um, once I got there, and you know, was uh, hanging out in the in the casino for a second, and I actually stopped by on the way out, won some money at the craps table, which was nice. Hey now. Uh, I had <laughs> it smelled like the craps table in here when we walked in. First <laughs> of all. Uh, but the uh, the main talk of the whole thing, even the day after, I mean, you could stay, even though there were a lot of kids and it was a lot more sort of family-friendly during the day and everything, everyone was still talking about what happened on Friday night, um, including Hyam Bloom and Sam Kennedy. Now, Kennedy went on with Ken and Curtis before I got there and uh, was trying to explain the Xander Bogart situation and uh, may have inadvertently told on himself a couple of times as well. Here's Sam Kennedy on Ken and Curtis Saturday. I think maybe we were guilty of just being too open and honest about our love and <laughs> for, for Xander Bogart. We really did want to try and, and keep him a, a, a part of the organization. Hold it right there, school. Ryan, because when he says that, we were guilty of loving Xander Bogarts too much. Doesn't it make it sound like they offered him too much money? Of course. <laughs> Wait, is he you know? talking about they were too transparent with him like he took advantage of the situation I know. It, you know it was more related to the narrative the open narrative that sam kennedy and high and bloom like talked they about they were too transparent he, with everyone xander bogarts is our cornerstone we want him here we want to win with him and yes. that, this is him explaining that uh, what happened and why they they were saying okay the so they they're still saying. pretending like this situation was totally out of their control oh, of course okay. basically yeah and bloom said that too later on but when he says we were guilty of loving xander too much <laughs> you did you were guilty of not loving him enough, I think, is really the point. You said all these things no, to make it seem too much. like you cared and that you wanted to sign him and you'd do anything it would take to uh, to sign him. <laughs> we and then when it came down of... to it, you didn't love him at all. You didn't show yeah. enough love at all to even really be in the conversation for, for getting him. So that's a weird way to phrase it. It makes you seem like, you know, you, you offered too much money. That's not what you did. Uh, listen. I think maybe we were guilty of just being too open and honest about our love <laughs> for, for Xander Bogarts. We really did want to try and, and keep him uh, a, a a part of the organization for the rest of his career up until the San Diego winter meetings. We all know what, what he ended up getting and right. we just weren't, we weren't, we galaxies apart.
heart might be uh, appropriate for um, where those conversations went. Um, and so maybe if, if you look back and say, well, you know, what mistakes did we make? Maybe we were just too over the top about our desire uh, to extend him, but those feelings were truthful. We really did want to extend him. Um, and, you know, in the end, we didn't. So that's on us. Yeah, yeah it is. It's on you. And listen, there's a belief, and I know there was a belief in that building, that Xander Bogarts wasn't going to forego the opportunity to become a free agent again. The last time he could have been a free agent, he said, nope, I'll take the deal. It was a hometown deal, and for Scott Boris, a Scott Boris client, that's an unusual uh, thing to have happen. And the Red Sox knew that, and they still were like, nope, we're going we're gonna to lean real hard into this whole thing about you're a lifelong Red Sox, and we'll really pull at the heartstrings and sort of everything else. I said this at the time with John Lester, but they're doing it again here too. You ever heard the expression like, hey, nothing personal, it's just business? You know, people say that all the time. The Red Sox do the opposite. They take business out of it and try and make it all personal. And that's what they did with Bogarts. That's what they did with John Lester. They try and, you know, strip everybody of the idea that they're trying to make money here and talk to them about things like being an all-time Red Sox great. They like, used to do it to David Ortiz. Right. Like, Xander Bogarts isn't already an all-time Red Sox great. And John Lester, all these other guys who just walk out the door because they're not willing to even pony up. They don't want to look like bad guys, so they say things like, we love Xander too much. Oh, that's the problem. We let it be known that we loved him so much, but, you know, we just... We couldn't afford to uh, to keep him, which, again, San Diego offered him a lot of money, all right? That was a big contract. They're talking about it like it was the worst, most ridiculous contract ever written and ever signed, and it's not. Xander Bogarts was a top three shortstop in all of baseball last year by almost every single measure except for home runs and RBI, and that's it. In on-base percentage, OPS, slugging percentage, basically everything else, he's top three. In short, for all shortstops, not just American League, and people are acting like, oh, well, yeah, that that contract was just so ridiculous and such a ridiculous thing. Was it really? Was it that ridiculous? I mean, it was a lot, sure, but you're talking about it like they gave it to some player who didn't deserve it. Galaxies apart might be uh, appropriate. If you loved him so much and you were so transparent, you were so open about how much you loved having him here with the Red Sox, why did you offer him Four years, $90 million. Is that a loving contract? No. Does that say, like, we are over the moon for you? We want you to finish your career here? Is that any indication? Like, that? I don't understand how they can talk out of both sides of their mouth and think that anyone's buying that. That the issue was that they were too open about wanting to keep him, and so they lost their leverage in the situation. So he went out to test the market because he knew he was going to get paid more elsewhere. That is not what happened. Like, they completely lost control of the situation after they botched it. That wasn't where the contract was going to be last summer. It's true. That wasn't where the contract was going to be in April, in May, in June. Like, you completely misread the situation. You didn't know what you had until he was gone. Literally until he was gone to free agency. So now you sound like some bitchy boyfriend who lost his girlfriend because everybody else knows how hot and awesome she is. And you were just like, eh, whatever. You took her for granted. That's what it's like. I love the, 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 the town and the players. And I am as guilty as anyone, maybe more so, of falling in love with players, especially players who have been a part of, of winning a World Series championship. I mean, for me, it was really hard to see Kyle Schwarber go, for example. Right. I knew he was a guy Didn't win a World that Series, wanted but to okay. be here. Um, fit in so well. And, and he fit in so well. Um, he's he's got to stop. Because 
like on one hand, there are business meetings happening that maybe Sam's not privy to as far as like who can be signed and who can't be signed. And meanwhile, you have Sam Kennedy going out there be like, listen, I was really heartbroken because Kyle Schwarber wanted to be here. And we're like, oh, neat. We all wanted Kyle Schwarber. Why didn't you sign him in the first place then? Xander Bogart, you love him so much. Why didn't you make a better offer to him? And it's it's you have these two conflicting things going on where they're doing one thing and Sam Kennedy's like, I don't understand it. It's just... This was a really bad weekend for the Red Sox. Kyle Schwarber signed a four-year... $79 million not even contract. Eight, not even $80 million. I, I looked it up when I heard him say that. I'm like, that is so ridiculous that that would come out of your mouth. That is not a lot of money. I'm and sorry. Ra- and by the way, radio silence. And Schwarber is on record by saying that. like, It was radio silence from the Red Sox as soon as the offseason hit. Yeah. They knew. I mean, they knew they weren't going to approach even that, which is a reasonable amount of money for a guy who hits that many home runs. I know he had a crappy batting average last year, but, like, you know, you pay him for one thing and he does it. <laughs> Masataki Yoshida, Kyle Schwarber, hmm, Rob Refsnyder, Kyle Schwarber. Uh, I mean, look, I know who I'm going with. Especially when you know J.D. Martinez, you're not keeping him either. You yeah. know, and you let Schwarber go. Like, that's just, it's ridiculous. Uh, there's more of this that we're going to play later on in the show, but first, we got to take a break. 617 779 7937 is the phone number. When we come back, we're going to get into the division round. Mego is over a uh, certain quarterback, <laughs> and uh, we'll get to uh, more reactions from what was a pretty uh, wild weekend, I'd say, in the NFL. It's all coming up next. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.